Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. So today I have the absolute great pleasure of welcoming the amazing Yael Kion to the Brand Lover podcast. Yael is an email marketing guru, mom to two beautiful children and a FIFO wife. Over the past few years, Yale has established herself as the go-to marketing expert for small business owners who are ready to make a difference, create a lifestyle and not burn themselves out in the process. She believes marketing can be effective without the ick fake factor. And I do absolutely 100% agree with that um, because we're all about building aligned, um, authentic brands. So welcome, Yale. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. Excited <laughs> to talk all the business uh, and email things. Yes, I'm excited as well. So first of all, who is Yale? What? Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your beautiful business. Okay. Well, I'm still figuring out <laughs> a lot of who I am. <laughs> and I think I'll never stop. I'm always an avid learner. Yeah. But yeah, as you mentioned in the intro, I'm mum to two beautiful kids. My youngest is going to full-time school next year. And I'm so wow. very excited. Um, and I am. I'm a massive introvert. <laughs> I um, absolutely love geeking out over all things strategy and big picture thinking and really looking at systems and how things work together, which is kind of how email marketing ended up being the niche that I worked in. But, but yeah, I've been working in uh, marketing for 20 years, so aging myself. So straight out of school, did the marketing degree um, and then worked in corporate um, following that. And then I started my business when I just about a year after my daughter was born and before okay. my son. So um, she was definitely the push I needed okay. to, to just build my own, yeah, my own life mix and having a say about when I worked and when I didn't, because even though I did have a really, really supportive employer that was pretty much saying you can work however much you want when you want, mm-hmm. um, it still just felt like going in and working these hours, I was still churning out like as much work as I was almost as full time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm getting paid heaps less. There's got to be a different way, yeah. a better way for all of this. Uh, and then, yeah, that's sort of where we began the business journey. So that's where your big sort of moment of clarity came. Why am I doing this when I could just do it for myself and be charging the full rate? Yeah, basically. And just charging based around results um yeah. and back then I didn't know anything about this whole online business world we're yeah. probably talking about six years six years ago now um but it was yeah then I started really getting into all the research about oh email lists are really important and blogging mm-hmm. and digital courses and and all of that stuff I didn't even know that world existed I would thought I'd just sell like some templates or something and then I was just like wow there's so many possibilities um, but I did start very generic. I did start um, just with like marketing strategy. Um, I had a business name, um, but as I, I found it difficult um, 
you know, still to market myself as the marketing strategist. Obviously, mm-hmm. I know as a marketing person that niching is important, but the practice in practice, you know, do as I say, not as I do, especially in those first few years. Yeah. Um, but eventually, over time, I found that people were asking me about email marketing a lot. Uh-huh. And I just seemed to like, I always had content around that. Like, that was one of like the pillars, content pillars that I spoke about. And that was always the area that people kept asking the most questions about. And I also had a natural affinity for it because I am, yeah, quite good at seeing, just really picturing systems and how they can integrate together and troubleshooting and problem solving and just seeing if, how do I get this to happen? If this happens, you know, I'm putting things together that way. And that's just Mm -hmm. how my mind works. So it's just was almost a happy accident (laughs) that I really niched down into email and made that decision to eventually stick to it. And Um, And now I'm kind of expanding a little bit with the higher touch stuff going, you know, indulging my strategic brain, but email is always the foundation. Yeah. Okay. Wow. There is so much to unpack there. I absolutely relate just going, rewinding a little bit because I, while I did my degree in computer-based art and design, I also did a marketing component around the same era and when it came to building an online business, I knew nothing. It's not taught in universities. Well, it wasn't yes, Facebook back then. Did, Facebook didn't exist when Facebook I was in. I was submitting exist. assignments on floppy disk. There was no, yeah. And it, social media was just, I mean, I had a freelance graphic design business back in the day, like in my early 20s. And the first thing that I did was make an ad in the yellow pages. And there was like, you know, I, there was no, yeah, I might have had a Facebook account when they first opened, but it was more just for, oh, it's a public holiday today. So I won't be in my emails. Do you know, it wasn't used as a marketing tool um, to get more eyeballs. So yeah, I find that so fascinating and, and um, it's, yeah, even today, like I have spoken to a couple of people who have done marketing degrees in more recent times. And even then, it's very little that they teach Amazing. about the online business yeah. world. Like obviously there is actually stuff about social media and websites, um, et cetera, um, but it's not, it doesn't really explain how how everything works. It's still just often the principles, which are important, but, yeah. you know, target market, how to create a marketing yeah. plan, yeah. you know, offers delivery because marketing is not just promotions yeah. <laughs> there's a whole lot of things to go along with it but it is still very much the principles and not so much the practical from what I yeah. understand there might be some good ones out there yeah um but we definitely we seem to have to um figure this out a little bit on our own and mm-hmm. using the benefit of great programs like yours and and um, different programs out there to understand this so if you I guess for anyone who's not <laughs> raised has not grown up with a business background or a marketing background you don't need to feel too far behind definitely no. when it comes to some of these things no there's certainly support available but I guess it all also comes down to you just don't even know what you don't know you don't know what to ask um and 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 yes it's it can be very overwhelming um and so oh my gosh there's just so much that- <laughs> you talked about that I want to talk that I want to expand on um so so when yeah so I mean and I can also relate to the whole knowing that you need to niche but it's 
it's almost a fear, isn't it? Of I, and I talk to a lot of small business owners and like if we can just sort of expand on that idea of um, when you're so new that you you are wanting to get your name out there and you're wanting to work with clients, just for example, if you're a service-based business, because that's what we both are. Um, but how does niching actually help establish a stronger reputation? I'd love for you to sort of chat through that with your experience of trying to be all the, the whole marketing lady to everyone versus when you made that decision to be known for one particular thing which is obviously email marketing for those that don't. Yeah, so the first thing I'll say um, to that is sometimes people there's a big misconception when it comes to um, niching that it's the same thing as target market which is very different target market is one way you can niche but there are many many different ways you can niche you can niche around a solution like email marketing or around a problem or just something you're interested in there are a ton of different ways you can niche to speak to different people so don't feel like it limits you um the second thing, yeah, just in terms of that hesitation, and I had that hesitation, and I'll be honest, it was just because I was literally just dipping my toe in and just figuring things out, which sometimes that's okay. And if you're trying to figure out what you're good at and what people are interested in, there's there's time and space for that. Hmm. But what I have found is the moment I made that decision to niche down completely into email was the moment that changed everything in terms of the um, how my business grew. It just makes life so much easier so even mm. if you just think about okay i want to come up with some sort of service package to deliver the thing that i'm doing and soon as you try to go okay so we're going to do this we're going to do this we're going to do this if you start going oh but what if this this scenario and what if it's that scenario and what if it's that and you're trying to please everybody and then you try to come up with this package one it's completely overwhelming for you or, or two, you create multiple packages and multiple things you have to try to do. And it's all of a sudden just really difficult Two, it makes it difficult to communicate the value of the transformation because you're trying to communicate three different transformations or four mm -hmm. or five. Um, and it's just really, really difficult to con convey the benefit um, of that. So to me, it's a big red flag. If you were struggling when you're coming up with your packages or your offers and you are struggling to communicate that value because you're trying to go oh, all the what ifs, that's when I think, okay, you're not niching enough. So it just makes your life easier from that perspective. Then mm -hmm. it also makes it easier in terms of marketing. Um, yes, the messaging obviously is really, really important when you can talk to someone more directly about their unique situation. So if you can talk about branding specifically for person for personal brand businesses mm -hmm. you're going to talk to them in a completely different way than you're talking about branding for you know a retail chain yes completely different and as soon as they see that you're talking to them on an individual level they're like okay they get me yeah they understand me and they'll listen to you over the generic people out there um yeah and I was going to have a third point and I'm trying to remember what it was <laughs> but it is just it is just so uh it just makes everything so much easier oh yeah the third yeah. one was having the referral network yeah because it is an amazingly powerful tool tool as soon as you're working with people so as a mark general marketing strategist i am talking my network is a lot of marketing strategists or people who specialize in different areas of marketing mm -hmm. they you know they could go oh yeah yeah i know her marketing strategy you can go to her but 
there's a lot of marketing strategists out there and it still doesn't even completely talk about what I do. But people are going, oh, you need help with email marketing? Yeah, I can help you. Or <laughs> Rachel wants someone to come on the podcast to talk about email marketing. They think of me. And it yeah. just means that you can get in front of more audiences easier just because your network of people know you as that person as well. Absolutely. That's really valuable. 100%. And can I add one? Yes. It's it probably 20,000. It so much easier to streamline your processes mm. when you can deliver the same, you know, you if you really truly understand how you are helping that one specific person with this specific thing, product, whatever it is, transformation, A to B that type thing. It's so much easier to hone in on that and repeat that and make that process and refine that process and be known for that as well. It makes your life easier. It saves time. And yeah, it only just increases that incredible reputation. So thanks for letting me get in on this. <laughs> I just felt like I wanted to add that. Um, okay. So I would love to, just like moving on from that, because this is a great topic. How do you really ensure that you are serving your clients with products and programs or even your members, because I know you have a membership, that are going to make a difference in growing their business? Oh, like, God. how do you know what you're creating is going to be um, transformative for them? Hmm, that's deep. Because <laughs> you can create a lot. And I, and I admit, I am someone who gets a lot of ideas and I create a lot of things um, for my members and different stuff. Yeah. But I always... Um, and especially as I'm developing higher end programs and working with that, I always am coming back to asking that question about, okay, well, how can we actually get the quickest result? Mm. Because to me, and in terms of my priorities and my values, like some of my highest values are freedom, space and choice about what we're doing when we're doing it. And if there's an easier way to do something or a quicker way to do something, that's what I want to present. Um, and help people with rather than going yeah I want to give I do want to give them options too saying okay you don't have to follow this exact structure mm. because I don't believe there is a one-size-fits-all for everyone mm -hmm. but I also want to just be like okay it doesn't have to be so hard there is a, a quicker way of, mm. of doing it and that's and and that's why I have a membership as well um because it gives me the platform to be able to provide that advice to a lot more people um, and give people the tools to at least make that start with email marketing and see, oh, the potential and see the power um, and start opening their eyes to an easier way of doing things. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I know that a lot of people get caught up in um, adding and thinking that they have to add lots of different things to programs or that sort of thing to be able to feel like they're communicating value. But I love how you expressed it is to really just when it all boils down to how can I make this person's life easier? Do they need to know all of the those things that we feel like we have to, hmm. you know, I love that. Yeah. And I'm always I'm like, I'm always adding content, but um, a lot of it is now focused apart from when I'm updating things and whatever, a lot of it is focused on more the implementation and the shortcuts yeah. and yeah. like how to come up with ideas or scripts and stuff they can steal. And obviously of course, coaching and answering mm. questions because there's an, always an abundance of that, you know, how do I apply this to me? So um, the majority of the time now 
It is just how can I help them implement? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so next question is more specifically, I guess, more about email marketing for our audience. Um, why is email so inter- integral to developing your brand? Because I know that it's something that a lot of small business owners, especially, I guess, in the first few years, think, oh, yeah, I'll get to that one day. They hear that it's important. They don't quite understand how it works, though. So mm-hmm. tell me how that, how that works to really develop the brand yeah well to me email marketing it's not at the top of your sales funnel and a lot of people make the mistake of thinking okay it's just like another promotional tool Mm. but so you think okay at the top of your your sales funnel you might have social media you might have your advertising um, and different things different ways that you can get in front of more people yes email marketing is the next step So email marketing is your opportunity to go deeper, to connect more, to nurture your audience, um, for them to get to know you um, and provide um, that way of just that that communication line with them. Mm -hmm. Plus, plus it has the bonus of having in automations and personalizations and customized experiences based around what you learn about your audience member and what actions they're taking and different stuff. So, um, even if you were just using it bare bones basics of every week sending out, you know, an email to your list, um, that provides a connection point that people aren't getting anywhere else. Yes, they might happen across a post you put on social media with the same content, but you're relying on algorithms with email you are not. It is in chronological order. They can choose whether to read it or not. Mm. Um, people go, oh, but email marketing, I get so many emails. I don't want to add to the noise. Well, I tell you, you're getting a ton less emails than you are seeing on social media posts in, come, get added to your feed every single day. Yes. Um, and so even, and um, I guess a big mistake I'm seeing as well when it comes to, to emails, people think it needs to be this big polished professional newsletter thing where, and think it has to be like this professional correspondence, but it's actually a conversational medium. It is literally just having a chat to yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so, it is just this, it's that next step in a relationship, really. Yeah. And I like that. I like how you've put that because it, it is, it, it's coming, it's also just coming from that, that formal marketing mentality that everything that you put out there has to be polished and professional. Whereas these days, people really want to know the person behind the brand and their motivators and really subscribe to the brand's values and their personality and all that sort of stuff to create like a a sense of belonging and and I think email is just another opportunity to do that to cultivate that relationship it's like dating and and it's a and it's a little bit safer too Mm. um because Obviously, if something goes on social media, it's there for the whole world to see. Mm. Um, and sometimes there's some things you don't want to talk about on there or go deeper about or or you might you might kind of have a bit of worry around it or whatever, like some vulnerabilities. Like I know there's some yeah. people that just will share anything. But with your email list, then at least you know, okay, it's only the people who have subscribed, who have put their hand up and say they're interested in hearing what you have to say or what you want to share. Yeah. So it's a safer audience. Um, as well to start yeah. to, to go deeper with yeah so that sort of warmer yeah safe space 
Um, so are you able to share some email strategies with us that do help to nurture that connection with the audience, like some examples of content or um, even automations and that sort of thing that you can share that might be helpful? Oh, ooh, so many automations, so many different. There's a few different questions in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in terms of content, so... Um, We'll probably address that first. Okay. People, again, have this thing like that to enter someone's inbox, you have to like be, your email has to be worthy of it or something. Mm. And they try to overcompensate with having the most amazing epic emails in the world or think they have to write like blog size stuff as their emails. And that is yeah. definitely not the case. Um, people just I've, like, I'll just, like think about why someone's signed up to your list and what, you know, value you can provide and, you know, what's a quick win for them. And a lot of people don't have time to read really long emails, but they will have a quick tip any day. Mm. So thinking about not only some of that media content, but also just some like behind the scenes stuff of what's going on, maybe some motivational content, sharing some stories from your life or customers' lives, um, giving some insider, like, knowledge from your industry you know what trends are happening what this software release means um those things and and as and also opportunities to have it you know share some opinions and rants on things going on in the industry and it's just there's just so many different things you can share to to embrace your personality and really help your audience make an informed decision mm. um, so that's in terms of the content uh in terms of that customer experience, one thing that I think email does better than anything else is providing a great pathway for your subscribers to go on. So as soon as someone joins your email list, you have this opportunity to meet them where they are at right now and give them the most important stuff. So typically we'll have something like a welcome sequence. Mm -hmm. um, so they've signed up and then over the course of a week or two weeks, you set set five emails which help to you know introduce them to you as a business um again meet them where they're at and say you know no provide that connection point over their challenges say that you get it you understand um and that there is a better way or there mm -hmm. is something we can do about it and obviously introduce them give them the opportunity to to enter into your world or buy your first thing or whatever it is um and that's the first stage but then there's also this beautiful opportunity after that you can choose just to put them into your general newsletter list and everyone gets everything whatever you're updating now or um, you could implement something which I call a content funnel which is like an email a week for five weeks 10 weeks 12 weeks of just content in a logical order that helps educate them and it's all like it's mostly helpful content and it can be pulled from old blog posts old videos emails you sent in the past it can be totally repurposed mm. stuff but it actually takes them on a step-by-step -step journey and helping them where they are now rather than just going straight to the advanced stuff and they're like they have no context yeah so that is a great way to provide um connection um and help them with that um and again you can go even deeper with that and get more data. Um, so I love to ask um, on my sign-up forms. I always, if you, if possible, with your software, depends on the software. Having um, a field, like a drop-down field, to help to identify them as some category. So previously, I had like, are they beginner, intermediate, or advanced? Yeah. 
So I knew that what type of content to send them through straight away. Now I found actually a lot of them kind of after a period of time kind of fit into more the beginner category. So I changed the question, are you e-commerce, digital products, service-based business? And based on that, some of the emails within the sequence are different and tailored just for them. So I can talk to people in different ways, depending um, on what, how they identify themselves. So it's, there's so many ways that you can go deeper with people that you cannot do in other channels. Um, And finally, asking people to interact. That's probably the most important thing, especially for, for deliverability, but asking questions like specific questions not just at the end of an email so what do you think actually say okay so these are my tips for this what's your biggest tip or what's the thing you're going to implement today yeah asking questions and providing opportunities for a two-way conversation yeah having them reply which is like gold dust when it comes to deliverability um but then you can actually start a conversation with your people beyond just like a public comment again you can go deeper you can talk about their specific challenges yeah um and yeah, it's just, there's so many different ways you can find that connection with email that it's not just like, yeah. I think it's so okay. beautiful that you can take people on a customized journey that feels exactly what they need and what they want to hear and need to hear from you that you can automate. Mm-hmm. So yep. automation sounds a bit gross, doesn't it? But it doesn't have to feel... No, if you customize the journey, it's customized. But again, this comes back to the niching conversation. Mm. You know, if you're not niched enough, there is no way you could do that. Yeah, because you're just going to be generic in all of those things. Yeah. So you do need to have a niche. And then, yes, if, maybe if you can come up with like three subcategories of people, then yeah. that's too much. But all of a sudden, if you've got ten subcategories or so, then it's just like it's too much. It'll like yeah in the automation. Yeah. But, But also on that automation point is, yes, a lot of things are automated, but we've got to remember that marketing as a whole is generally, you know, en masse. And after that, after then if you think about, you know, corporate structures, you've got marketing and then you've got sales, which is more starting the one-on-one. Now, often as born business owners, we wear both the hats, so it's hard to delineate where they are. So email still fits in that marketing category but it can filter down to lead generation um and knowing who are the people that are best to contact so yes it's got some of those sales automations but just like okay this person's replied so i can have a conversation with them all of a sudden Mm -hmm. now they're more than just a subscriber they are a lead yes if you are in launch or something and you can see who's clicking the links to my sales page who's doing that stuff and then it might mean okay i'll go over and send them a dm on instagram and just start a chat Yes. So yes, it's mass marketing, but it's what it's helping you do is identify where you should be spending your personalized one-on-one sales efforts. I love that. That's so insightful, Yale. I love that so much. It can open up so much scope. Um, So thank you. Thank you so much. I think that, um, yeah, there's going to be lots of ideas sparking around for our listeners. But um, I would love to know on a more personal level, what's next for you? What's next for Yale? I'm figuring it out. (laughs) We are in a real, um, yeah, it's sort of, I feel on the edge of of some sort of a leap or something. Yeah, so we finished. So I have my email experience membership, which is amazing, and we'll continue for 
as long as I can imagine, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. But I am definitely investing more in um, group, having high ticket group programs. So I do have a, um, you know, a higher level 12 month program for next year, which I am so excited to deliver. It's called Free to Thrive. And it is all about that idea of building a business where you can say when you're working, when you're not working, mm-hmm. that you can do it in less than 20 hours a week. So how you can position your offers, um, how to price them, how to you know get the most out of your time, how to market efficiently, how to sell efficiently, all of those things still with you know this positive, upbeat vibe. So I'm so excited to really coach oh, a number of people so through that. And yeah, the reason it's sort of quantum leaping a little bit as well is, yes, you mentioned an intro, I have a FIFO hubby, Um, but he came home a couple of weeks ago and is like, I'm done for a little while. So I don't know. I don't know where that's going to go. He might go back in a few months or it's sort of like this opportunity, it's sort of this challenge. I'm excited for the challenge. Yeah. now trying to up level my income to actually be the primary which is totally scary (laughs) but exciting and it's just like yeah one day at a time yeah see what happens we're under luckily we're in a position we're not under like intense pressure but it's just wow another whole changes yeah some seasons are changing you can Mm. yeah you are sort of I don't know your face is just really you just look really happy so I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that news. It's, it's, it's even though it's like a scary, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, scary. yeah. And, and to, I guess to be, um, it's almost to have that safety net ripped out from under you and just, you know, to see, see what happens. Yeah. How freeing. Yeah. That's just, yeah, it's <laughs> exciting. So I don't know what's going to happen again. And this is, and this is the life, you know, I'm used to, things changing like pretty much on like a quarterly basis in terms of yeah what like on even on a micro life level like what activities the kids are booked in that month month yeah when's school holidays or what events are are happening and um obviously (laughs) lockdowns and all of that stuff oh yeah and who knows there's all these layers so things are constantly changing and having a business where you can rock pivot and roll with what's going on is just like the best <laughs> so yeah. and that's what I'm trying to help people create through by email marketing or through the through this new stuff and it is just it just takes away so much of the stress and you don't have to feel like you have to be so much in control because you know you, you can adapt to what whatever things are thrown at you which is really cool what a thrill yeah. <laughs> Well, where can we find you if people are listening and they don't know you? Where will they come and have a chat? Yep. So I am at Yale Keown on everything, Y-A-E-L-K-E-O-N. So it's easy <laughs> to find me. Um, and the website's yalekeown.com. So come find me there. Sign up to my list. I was going to um, say, sign up to Yale's email list. <laughs> see what, what, um, what's going on. Um, and, yeah, yeah, happy to chat with you on Insta DMs or replying to one of my emails because yeah. that's where I hang out most. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your time and sharing all of those wonderful insights and ideas, Yale. I truly appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. If you loved listening to this week's episode, pretty, pretty please click subscribe so that you don't miss any future podcasts. 
Also, if you have just a minute, please feel free to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. I'd so appreciate it and it will help spread this message further. Thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week.